Thank you very much to Stephanie and to John there. You're very welcome along to Lunchtime Live. Claire McKenna in for Kira Kelly today. Hope your Good Friday is going great. Today's show, as always, is unscripted. And it's pretty much free for you to air any grievances, any random thoughts. It doesn't matter. It's really down to you. So let us know what you'd like to talk about today. You can text 53106. You can email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com or you can tweet us. We're at Newstalk and just use the hashtag lunchtimelivent. Uh, there is chocolate everywhere in the office this morning. Of course, it is the season. There are Easter eggs everywhere. And there was a very animated discussion over a dime bar Easter egg this morning about whether or not we are supposed to get our other half an Easter egg. So join us on this one. Do you buy anyone other than the children in your lives an egg? There was an audible sigh, it has to be said, from all the women in the office when one male said he'd bought his wife a green and black's egg. We all seem to think that that was love with with class right there. There was there was definitely a bit of a ooh to the green and blacks. Just take that as a top tip. Uh, to give it a bit of balance, there were also female sighs for the husband who said he wasn't getting his wife one because she's doing boot camp and is on a bit of a health kick at the minute. And we questioned whether or not there was a non-calorific option and that there should be flowers. Women, like seriously, who would be with a woman? <sighs> don't look at me. I don't even buy my kids an Easter egg. I present a health and wellness show, for God's sake. Uh, they get one for my sister. They get one from my mum. They get one from my auntie who last year, she comes over from England around Easter uh, time every year and uh, she was my favourite auntie and she still is and uh, she is definitely up there in my kids' estimations as well. And she brought, I think it was from Marks and Spencer's, but it was literally a bunny the size of the kids' torso. It was massive. So I do allow that all to come in. I then ration the chocolate out until it is all gone. So uh It's great fun in my house. But uh, yeah, do let us know if that is something that uh, you do. Do you buy the other half in your house an Easter egg? And is that something that we are supposed to do? So because we're unscripted, you can send in anything. But there are a couple of things that you might want to get involved in. We're going to be talking about passive aggressive notes from your neighbours and uh, whether or not you would send one, whether or not you've ever received one, because things do happen, uh, especially if you're living in apartment land. There are rows over parking. There's rows over rubbish left behind, noise, dogs, kids. Do you think it's better to knock on someone's door and air your grievances with them that way? Or would you send a note through their letterbox? Do let us know 53106 or you can email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. But up first, we have John on the line. Hello, John. Hello, Claire. How are you? Very good. Thank you, John. You had something you wanted to to get off your chest. Good weather sometimes brings bad behaviour. Yeah, I'm a resident of Dublin 8, um, supported Bella there, and I suppose it's kind of four years since I've been living there, but year on year, it seems to get a bit worse, kind of public drinking when the weather gets good. But uh, just last night was the first, I suppose, uh, indication of it this year. Uh, it was just people kind of lining the bike uh, uh, lane all the way up from the barge. Uh, yeah, people kind of, kind of wheeling around, rubbish everywhere, but also like just streams of urine everywhere as well. Uh I don't kind of deny someone a good time when the weather is good, but I just found it kind of it was uh, I don't know, kind of disgusting really. And it's just I guess the beginning when the summer kind of really kicks in, that'll be uh, most nights. 
Yeah, and like you saying, like you're a young guy. I mean, not that you know having fun is something that's age related necessarily, but sounds like you'd be up for having a bit of crack yourself and maybe having a few drinks in the sun. So it's not about being a buzzkill, but I mean, we can all walk into a toilet, can't we, and throw stuff in the bin? Yeah, I think this is kind of maybe accepted culture around the area now, where you know where it gets good, people are going to drink. You have to kind of put up with it. But um, being in other cities like somewhere like Berlin. You know, a lot of public spaces, they kind of encourage, well, they certainly don't discourage uh, public drinking, but there's massive bins everywhere. There's public toilets everywhere you look. It's kind of contained and managed properly. And also, there's a culture there of, you know, after a certain hour, people aren't really uh, allowed. It's not good. It's frowned upon to just stand in the street loudly talking all hours in the morning. Um, But I just find as well, kind of the house I live in, it's quite close to the canal, and you're just kind of at the mercy of inane, loud student conversation till like two or three in the morning and that could be on a weekday like yeah and I, I often think you, you would see if there is a pub close by to um, a residential area you'll see there's a sign up that says please respect the people mm. that live around here it's not really enough is it because you know I don't know if people are stumbling by at two in the morning they're even reading that or, or thinking of that no, I mean, even local pubs in that area, they wouldn't uh, want to even allow people to come and use facilities who are clearly drinking on the canal. There's this attitude that they are obviously just, you know, I guess students or young people to come there specifically with the intention of drinking uh, in, like, in, in, into, into the small areas. Again, I don't deny anyone uh, fun, but it is disgusting when you see the amount of rubbish that's left. I guess the council do what they can. They've put out barrels over the last maybe two years. They've kind of cottoned on to that. But, uh, I guess it's become more and more popular. It's viewed as something that the Guardi don't really get involved in. I'd like to see kind of maybe a curfew or something or up to a reasonable hour, say maybe half, 10, 11. And then it's like, okay, time to move on. But it is kind of just let go. I don't think the the guards are maybe willing to wade into 200 people who have been drinking for, you know, four or five hours and tell them to kind of to, to head their way. But I do notice when there's only maybe a dozen people along that area drinking, the guards have no problem moving them on aggressively. So uh, something that maybe I don't know, lack of manpower, I don't know, but I'd like to see, you know, some kind of curfew. And on the topic, I know it's kind of an icky lunchtime discussion of peeing on the street. Have yeah. you, I mean, you're, you're a bloke, I'm sure you've been around other blokes that have, have done it or seen it happen. Have you ever seen anyone taken aside by a guard or moved on or fined? Because I, I do think it's an offence, isn't it, to, to, to urinate in public? Yeah, I mean, there's a kind of a spot a lot of people seem to use around there. Obviously, people can escape more than the, the kind of square at Portobello. And it's just opposite the pub, the lower deck, where just the corner there, people seem to just congregate and urinate, uh, like, just hours and hours. And then you see people just, I suppose, take it in turns to use it. It just, and I'm not uh, exaggerating, it's like a river flowing urine across this road there. That, uh, again, I was cycling there last night, and I had to get up onto the path to get around it because... It would have just, my wheels have been covered in people's urine. And there was maybe four or five people urinating as I was passing as well, as uh, some residents looked on uh, in disgust. But it's just, I guess it's kind of accepted culture of that now, but uh, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I used to live um, years back on Georgia Street in Dublin, really busy main city centre street that obviously at the weekend is full of people, full of revellers, full of tourists, whatever. Um, But then on a Sunday, it's your home. And I used to leave the apartment to walk across to the Dunn stores across the road to get a bit of breakfast, to get a Sunday paper. And literally like you, I was hopping through urine, vomit, you name it. There were lots of stamps 
cramps of a Saturday night left on a Sunday. Where do you think we tackle it, though? Because, yes, there is public responsibility. Yes, we should be stopping the people that seem to think that that's okay. But you mentioned places like Berlin or other European cities where these things are handled. There, There is enough of an infrastructure there that these things are cleaned up by the, by the next day. Is it, is it both? Is it a two-pronged attack with it that we, we have enough bins around, that we have enough people cleaning the streets? I mean, God, I feel really sorry for them for having to face that kind of job. But is that what needs to be done in a city centre? Uh, well, I definitely would advocate way more kind of barrels and bins along uh, the canal. I know that the, I suppose, uh, the penny dropped maybe a couple of years ago and they had a few out, but I just don't think it's enough. People, I think, want to maybe tidy up after themselves, but that would, like, you have all the stuffed bins along that route. People just end up piling their cans and, like, you know, neatly putting them in a the pile, but it's still littered, like, it's still there, it's still visible. Uh, if there was enough kind of facilities in that respect, uh, definitely. But also with the residential areas, I don't know how... People, like people have young children, sometimes they can kind of snap and tell them to move on. But you're just you're talking to a brick wall. It's like ten people having you know these in depth drunken discussions at two in the morning. Like they're not listening to you. Like eventually, if the guards come, they might move. But why does it have to come to that? Why can people realise that you know it's it's just unacceptable? It's you're an adult. Okay, you want to have a few drinks, but you know by half ten, eleven, maybe go to a bar or go somewhere where that's you know the place to do it. But I just find it. Uh, yeah, it's really annoying as the weather gets better that you have to kind of put up with this. And aside from drinking related activities, it does happen on our beaches, in our parks. People start having picnics, hanging out more. And it comes up time and time again that your beach is then littered with rubbish, with nappies, because people just leave their their stuff behind. I, I just can't get my, my head around it. And then, you know, as you say, there aren't enough bins sometimes or you'll see bins literally overflowing and then birds will get at it they'll spread it as well so you know it's human behaviour and then it's the lack of infrastructure to be able to, to, to clean up the bad behaviour Oh totally I think as well like you're looking at the beaches certainly last year we had some great weather but you have people like using disposable barbecues like they've all like you know rasher packets everything with them and they're just they look around there's probably no bin I'm just leaving it there like leaving disposable barbecues like uh, bags of empty you know, cans all kind of rubbish, all kinds of rubbish. But it's again, who I don't know. Would they not? They're not learning to like, I suppose, tidy up after themselves, or I don't know. But when you've had a few drinks, people don't really think about that. They're just like, okay, the sun's gone. I'm cold. I'm leaving. I'm not taking care of you know the rubbish I've left behind me. They just want to, I suppose, move on, wipe their hands with it. But if, again, if there was like just more bins, people will use them. I think it's a lack of kind of, I suppose, uh, the opportunity as well. People aren't willing to maybe walk and look for a bin. They just want to get home. Uh, we have a text here for you, John. Uh, tell him to get off his high horse and enjoy the sunshine. What would you say to them? I suppose it's different when you have to live with it. <laughs> yeah, it's different when you have to, uh, you know, make sure someone isn't urinating in your letterbox. Um, I, I just think that, like, I, I mean, good weather, you want to have a drink, definitely. That's, it's, it's you know, we have to kind of, I suppose, uh, advocate for that. There's no way I would ever say, you know, don't drink because it's, you know, uh, a nice day. Do. But, like, don't do it until two in the morning and you've created, like, I don't know how much kind of mess and it just it's electric picnic you know for four months of the year because we have nice weather like why do why do I have to deal with that like I'm paying enough rent I shouldn't have to uh, listen to someone drone on with a bluetooth speaker as well I might add a lot of the time people playing loud music at all hours in the morning and you're up early the next day it's, um, it's not enjoyable at all
Um, aside from the people that kind of just have outdoor drinking, bring their own alcohol, what about the pubs then around residential areas? I know the public can say it's really hard for them to make a living at the minute, but should they all have security type staff to make sure people move on? Should they be, I know we talk about it for rural areas, but should it be for every area that they are supplying minibuses to, to ship people out of there so that those kind of situations aren't happening outside people's homes? I mean, I can't speak to kind of rural areas uh, myself personally. I can't really talk about Dublin, having lived there all my life. But I don't think any pub in Dublin is obviously struggling for um, you know patrons. But definitely the Dublinite area, you see a lot of pubs, people like Fallon's, O'Connell's, they don't encourage canal drinkers to come in. They don't want like a throng of 10 people coming in and, you know, just they're already in a messy state. And then suddenly it's their responsibility. Like, uh, I don't know about like, you know, ferrying people to and from places. Like, that seems, you know, maybe a bit, not exactly cost-effective and uh, a bit of a captive audience for a bar. But I do think that, you know, certainly bars around Dublin, like, they they don't want, like I said, a half dozen, a dozen people coming in who've clearly been drinking in the sun for hours and then they're, you know, just, I don't know, causing just an annoyance for anyone else who's around them. Like, they're generally loud. Uh, and as I said, they're not in the kind of the, the fit stage to come into um, a place where people might only be on, like, maybe the second point or whatever. Well, John, I hope your Easter is a quiet one, that you're not up till all hours listening to those Bluetooth speakers. I dare to think what kind of uh, Euro pop you're made to listen to at all hours of the morning. And thanks very much for raising this with us. No problem. Thank you. Um, a good bit of reaction to this. You can text 53106. Are you on the side of the texture who told John to get off his high horse and just let people enjoy the sun? Or have you come up against it? People who behave badly, let's say, when the weather gets better, that they're outside more, whether they're drinking or just picnicking with their family, leaving their rubbish behind, being loud late into the night. If it's something you've had to live with or deal with, you can text 53106. Uh, one says, I regularly visit Paris Court Waterfall and people leave disposable barbecues empty wrappers, half-eaten food and all sorts behind the entire summer. It's dreadful. And there are quite a lot of bins there, in fairness. I just always think, you know, John said there about beaches. Like, when you go to Spain or you go somewhere like that, like you don't really see the same level of rubbish. What is that all about? It's because they're set up for the hot weather in the same way we talk about the snow here bringing uh, Ireland to a standstill because we're not set up for it. Whereas other countries who get snow all the time have the snowmobiles, can clear the roads, can do everything. Is it the same with the countries that get the sun all the time? They know the beaches are going to be full of rubbish because any time you go to a resort, you're sitting having your dinner that night and you're looking out and they're dragging the beach even to get the sand back level again and putting all the sunbeds away and presumably they pick up all the rubbish because I've never seen that in Spain or anywhere. Uh, This problem is countrywide, says another. Any time you have sunshine and somewhere people can drink, it'll be overtaken with drinkers and smokers. I suppose it's good for the publican, but not much else. Well, not if they're bringing their own and just, you know, hanging out in front of the pubs. Uh, There are no public toilets in Dublin city centre, says another one. Uh, it's business, so they do not want to let the patrons in. Yeah, well, I would like to hear from any uh, publicans who are listening. Um, if you do have uh, people who are leaving at the end of the night and you're in a residential area, how how do you handle that? I mean, only short of dropping people off at their houses yourself, you can't really control people, can you? You can text 53106 or you can email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. We'll take a quick break. <laughs> 